This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Morning Majlis podcast. The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, This is Pulse 95. Well, yesterday, um, His Highness Sheikh Dr. Sultan bin Mohammed Al Qasimi, member of the Supreme Council and the ruler of Sharjah, honored talent beyond boundaries that happens to be or they happen to be the winner of the seventh edition of the Sharjah International Award for Refugee Advocacy and Support for 2023 and uh, it was held yesterday at the Sharjah Police Science Academy the uh, the awarding ceremony and um, it's 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 great because uh, our very own Louis Denham was there I so, was. And you actually reported from uh, from the ground there. Yeah, I missed you, you guys, en- if I'm honest. We did too. <laughs> and I know that you enjoyed yourself a lot. Yeah, it, it was. A, Especially with the talks that you had and the conversations that you had with uh, interesting guests. Very diverse conversations, mm-hmm. which I loved. Um, it, it felt like a very friendly event, uh, even though it was incredibly serious and all for an amazing purpose. It felt very friendly, very welcoming. Um, and a proud moment, I'd say, for Sharjah, because uh, one thing that I felt was that it left a really lasting message to the rest of the world that Sharjah fully supports refugees and displaced people uh, around the globe. And this was the seventh edition of uh, the Sharjah International Award for Refugee Advocacy and Support. Um, and it, it is only the beginning. That was another message I got, is only the beginning. And the winner of it, of course, was the Talent Beyond Boundaries. Now, what they signify and what they stand for is giving refugees around the world the job opportunities that they deserve, that everyone deserves a fighting chance, everyone deserves the same platform, and that's what Talent Beyond Boundaries does. Now, they, award, they won this award and were honored it by His Highness, the ruler of Sharjah, and it was an incredible moment from them as well. I actually got to speak to uh, Stephanie Cousins, who's the CEO of Talent Beyond Boundaries, and I'm going to be playing you that interview right now. Here's what she had to say. I'm with Stephanie Cousins, the CEO of A Talent Beyond Boundaries. Now, I'd like to ask you, how incredible does it feel to win such an incredible event that has such an amazing reach? I know that you look after or support over 6,000 refugees worldwide. How amazing does it feel to win this award? It is absolutely incredible to have this platform and to be able to talk about the work that we do with such an incredible group of people and to have this attention to labour mobility pathways for refugees. It's very exciting. And uh, from from that presentation that we all just attended, I saw that 62% of refugees actually live in work-restricted countries. One of the main initiatives for Talent Beyond Boundaries is that you support job opportunities worldwide for these refugees. How important is that support for these refugees? It's absolutely fundamental. If you can imagine packing up all of your belongings, moving in a crisis situation, landing in a country where you cannot legally work, all of that skill and talent that you've brought with you, you can't do anything with. It means that people are forced to work in really unsafe and often exploitative situations. So really our program is about opening up their opportunities to move to somewhere where they can work legally, where they can build a life for themselves and their family and give back to the community that they're in. It's just kind of common sense, really, to enable people to work. Yeah. And Talent Beyond Boundaries, of course, is an international initiative. Um, but 
I'd like to ask you, how has it been being in the Emirates of Sharjah? Have you been welcomed with open arms, feeling that, that love and support? Because from the messages I'm getting, it seems like not only talent beyond boundaries, but also Sharjah really do support uh, refugees and displaced people around the world. Absolutely. So the Sharjah experience so far has been absolutely amazing. The Big Heart Foundation that have run this award with UNHCR and with, with His Highness and, and Her Highness have been incredibly generous and supportive to us. I mean, the, the fact that the, this award exists is a testament, I think, to the commitment of Sharjah to really open, open and welcome refugees and not see them as... You know, I think we have this these negative connotations that really don't belong in the 21st century and we, we need to actually see refugees for who they are, which is just people like anybody who've been through a really difficult situation, but that doesn't negate the fact that they can contribute, they can make a difference if we give them a chance. No, absolutely. It seems like everyone, regardless of their background, deserves that recognition. I know that uh, Talent Beyond Boundaries has helped increase the annual income, average income, of refugees to up to 750%. That it just is an incredible number, but it feels like it's we're just at the beginning here. What is the next step? What is the future hold for Talent Beyond Boundaries? We are absolutely at the beginning of this. So so far, we've helped 1,200 refugees actually mi like secure a migration solution to their displacement. And yes, when they're able to work legally in their field, the economic benefit of that is just enormous. But the next step is about scaling. So we want to open up labour mobility pathways for refugees into 20, 27 countries by 2027. So far, we've already opened pathways into six countries, so we have 21 to go. Uh, and that's over the next five years. And in that time, we want to help 15,000 refugees move on skilled pathways to places where they can rebuild their lives. And that's really, it's not just about talent beyond boundaries, it's about doing this work and showing others that this work is possible. And if we look at this issue in a little bit of a different way, see the opportunity, that refugees can bring, we can actually really make a huge impact on displacement around the world. So it's an optimistic message and we're hoping others will come on board and, and help us achieve it. That is amazing. I'd just like one more question for any listener out there who, you know, wants to contribute, wants to get involved. How would you recommend they do that? So our website is talentbeyondboundaries.org. It's a perfect time to ask that question because we're actually running an appeal leading up to World Refugee Day, which is on the 20th of June. We need support in order to enable this vision to happen. I really welcome anyone to go to our website, make a donation. It can be as small or as large as you like, and you'll be part of helping us achieve this really ambitious vision of helping 15,000 refugees move on skilled pathways to places where they can rebuild their lives. And like you said, it's just the beginning. So what a time to join that initiative. Well, thank you very much, Stephanie Cousin, for your time. Thanks so much for having me. Some really powerful words there um, from Stephanie Cousins. Now, I also had the opportunity to speak to Yusra Mardini. Now, who that is, is she used to be a Syrian refugee and followed her dream to becoming a Olympic swimmer. What a, an incredible story that is. A story you might know because she also had a movie made about her, a Netflix original movie. Wow, what privilege. And that is called The Swimmers. If you haven't seen it, I would definitely recommend it it is on netflix it's called the swimmers but here is the interview the ch the conversation that i had with you Yusra mardini 
I'm joined by Yusra Mardini, who is a Syrian refugee who has gone on to become an Olympic swimmer following her dream. I'd like to ask uh, you personally, how important is it to host these events and to give that support to refugees across the globe to really achieve their dream that you might not have had when you were growing up? Uh, I honestly think this is really incredible and I'm very lucky to be here uh, just witnessing that a lot of uh, organizations are coming together whether it's UNHCR, Big Heart Foundation and uh, Talent with No Borders. It's just incredible to see a lot of people working with, on one goal which is you know getting refugees to safety and get, giving them job opportunities just like anyone else. Yeah, and uh, to anyone out there, I would recommend watching a, a movie about your life. It's called The Swimmers and it's on Netflix. It's about the journey um, and the support that you had, not only from your friends, but also from your family. Now, how important is having that support, but also having communities like Talent Beyond Boundaries to offer that support throughout their journey? Yeah, it's absolutely crucial to have that because um, they make sure that the rights of the refugees are being taken care of and just uh, that they have an equal opportunity just like anyone else um, and obviously they are skilled so uh, the only thing they have to do is just find the opportunity and make it happen so that is just incredible and it's it's very difficult it, it's a very difficult job but they make it seem very easy to be honest talent without borders um, so yeah in general it's just uh, really incredible to see that and the swimmers yeah it's a you know, a film about me and my sister and my family and how much they supported me in my career. And I think it is really, really important to have people that think about you positively, that want you to do better in life and just in general be there to support you. And, and having your refugee background uh, and having that dream of becoming an Olympic swimmer, I'd like to ask you personally, what has been your inspiration of now wanting to be the voice of refugees from around the world? Honestly, when I became a refugee, I was very young. I was 17 years old and I was uh, kind of battling that word and battling what it means yeah. and who am I and why am I here and what did I do to deserve this? Um, and then slowly, when I became an Olympian for the first time, I met my team and all of them were refugees too from all over the world and they were so positive and happy even though they had horrific journeys and um, that gave me a kind of a positive impact about who I am. It made me a little bit more proud. And then when I walked in the stadium the first time and saw that everyone respected this team and thought of it as a symbol of hope, it changed my whole perspective and I wanted to think about it positively and I know who I am and I know why I left my country. I left my country because of violence and war and because I wanted an opportunity just like everyone else and that is not bad. Just a, a quick question about being here in the lovely Emirate of Sharjah. What kind of message or lasting memory has the Emirate of Sharjah left with you when it comes to helping and really supporting refugees around the world? Honestly, we all uh, know that Emirates is uh, you know, very, very generous whether it's only guests or whether tourists. So when it comes to the refugees, the, uh, Her Highness Sheikha Jawahir does a lot around refugees since a really long time. She has been one of the first supporters here in the Middle East of UNHCR. So it's really, really incredible to see that support and I am very happy to be here today. Thank you very much for your kind words. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. That was Yusra Mardini talking about her journey, her story to uh, from becoming from being a Syrian refugee to becoming an Olympic swimmer. If you want to know more about Yusra Mardini and her story, 
do go onto Netflix and watch that um, that movie about it. It's called The Swimmers. It's an amazing story, not only about her, but about her family and how she had to leave her family behind in Syria. Another conversation I had was with Khaled Khalifa from the UNHCR. Uh, he was a representative to the Gulf Cooperation Council countries, and he actually had a lot to say about um, uh, uh, how we are treating and supporting refugees in this region. Here's that conversation for you guys now. I'm joined by Khaled Khalifa, the UNHCR representative to Gulf Cooperation Council countries. And I'd like to ask the biggest thing that I'm getting from today's event is the incredible support that is given to these refugees. How important is it for refugees and displaced people to receive this incredible level of support? Very, very, very important. That's what we are hoping for. That's what we are working to achieve. Refugees uh, are not statistics. They are people with dreams, with talents, with capacities, and they can contribute to the uh, development of the places where they live uh, at a time when the number of uh, displaced people worldwide and they are forcibly displaced they haven't left their homes willingly uh, the number has reached 110 million people that's more than one percent of the world population if we do not have the support and the compassion with this uh, group of uh, people we will leave at least one percent of the world population behind this is not fair and not even good for the future of the world and how pivotal has the emirate of Sharjah been in uh, supporting and contributing to the needs of refugees and displaced people across the globe. The Emirate of Sharjah and uh, His Highness Sheikh Sultan bin Mohammed Al Qasimi, the ruler of Sharjah, his wife Sheikh Jawahir uh, bint Mohammed Al Qasimi, the eminent advocate of the uh, United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, played a major role in uh, creating support for uh, refugees in many countries around the world. The Sharjah International Award for Refugees is a sign for the uh, importance their highnesses give to the cause and their involvement in our work help us create the awareness, raise the resources for refugees and make the life of many refugees better around the world. And we all know that humanitarian efforts are, are key principles here in Sharjah uh, and obviously with an everlasting international reach and impact. I'd like to know though, what kind of message is hosting an event like today sending to the rest of the world for the Emirate of Sharjah? An important message that we are all responsible. We as humans uh, who live on this earth, every one of us can give back to the world. And we need to encourage those who implement good initiatives like the entity that won the award this year, Talents Without Borders, and encourage similar initiatives. We need a multiplicity. We need uh, millions of such activities and such initiatives around the world. So the message is everybody can contribute to the solution. 
And could you possibly let us know about what the future holds and any future initiatives in the project uh, for the humanitarian field here in the UAE, but also here in Sharjah as well? We have to be realistic. The problems we are facing are not becoming less. Haven't seen a decrease in the number of forcibly displaced people during the last 10 years. The responsibility is big, and everybody needs to do more. Everybody, all governments around the world, every individual needs to think of trying to contribute to the solution. So the future requires cooperation, requires partnerships because nobody will be able to solve or carry the burden alone. Well, thank you very much, sir, for your time. Thank you. Really some powerful conversations there, ladies and gentlemen, to bring you from the Sharjah International Award for Refugee Advocacy and Support ceremony happening yesterday. And it, like I said, it was the seventh edition of this ceremony. But it really does feel like this is just the beginning. That was the, the overall vibe of, of, of the event and also how, how Sharjah is at the forefront of that initiative. Um, definitely something here at Pulse95 we all support. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 7am.